Hey there, sister. It's Krista Juliana from Under the Myrtle Tree. And on today's episode of the Flourish and Free podcast, we are going to talk all about understanding your giftings so that you know how to show up as the kingdom-minded entrepreneur that God has made you to be. So if you're ready to walk in confidence and have full vision for where you're going, let's dive in. So over the past few months in my church services, we have been talking all about understanding your giftings, recognizing the special differences God created in you, and not being afraid to step outside your comfort zone and actually pray for him to accentuate what you have and add on and give you more. There is never anything wrong with being self-aware, growing in confidence in your strengths, and then challenging yourself to grow a little bit outside your comfort zone and be used in different ways. And so if this is you today, either you understand where you are or you're looking to get a deeper understanding, we are going to walk through what that looks like. And so we're going to talk about the God-given gifts that are listed in scripture. We're going to talk about how you can actually apply them and view them through a business lens as a kingdom-minded entrepreneur, somebody who's looking to exemplify Christ and shine in a different way from the world than the way that you run your business. And that doesn't mean that you're out there preaching Jesus every five seconds and screaming his name from the rooftops. While that's a good thing and it can set your brand apart, it's also something that you can do silently in your behaviors. Let your behavior be a model to other people so that they see you and they see Christ without you even having to say a word about it. And who knows, the way that you do things might cause people to ask questions, to be attracted to who you are because you are so different, and to allow an open door of conversation. I can't tell you how many times I have just thanked God for opening the window of opportunity by giving me a business that's connecting me to people that I would have never been connected to otherwise. And it's allowed me to witness him to someone else who would have never known him um, had I not had that experience, right? And I'm not saying I'm the be all end all. I'm just saying he's given me a door in a window of opportunity that his name has come up on its own, that opportunity for conversation has come up. And as you're building community in your business, it becomes more than just making a sale. It actually becomes on in ways that you can reach into others, way that you can connect with them on a deeper level. And when you build into that community, that feeling is so stinking beautiful. So before you start saying, oh, Krista, I don't know who I am. I don't know what gifts I have. He's never revealed these things to me. Or gosh, there's really not that much special that makes me any different than anyone else. We are going to stop that mindset right now. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Hold those thoughts captive to the word of God because scripture says so much different than what you're thinking at this moment. Um, I want you to understand that you have so much value to give. And while you might think, oh, I'm just like the next person, kind of plain, kind of simple, you are created with God-given purpose and unique qualities that no one can mimic or duplicate. Though people might try, they are never going to walk the path God has the same way that you could do it. And so while you might have the gift of encouragement, you might encourage people in a different way than the girl next to you. Or if you have the gift of administration and organization, you might have a whole different way that you do things or a whole different system. And so we are going to uncover these things and we're going to stop the lie of the enemy that you're no different than anyone else or that you don't have a special gift. You are going to shine as the stars in the universe, the way scripture says you are. Hold all those thoughts captive to the things that really exemplify who you are as a sister and daughter of Christ, right? So if you need some 
words to combat the lies in your mind, mindset is everything. And it's not mindset in a worldly sense or manifesting in a worldly sense. It's literally taking the things God says about you and speaking them into life, reminding the Lord and yourself of those truths and walking and claiming the promises God has given you, right? So go to underthemyrtletree.com, click on digital resources, and I want you to download the free biblical I am statements. Those are things that have lined up with scripture, with God's word to speak life over you. And I want you to work on believing those things and speaking those truths out loud because the enemy is going to come at you with, you don't have these gifts. There's nothing special about you. You're not different than anyone else, or he's going to make you feel insignificant in those gifts. Like, oh, what's the big deal? Yes, I have this talent, but so does she. So what's the difference? You know, what makes me any different? You are different. You are special. You are just something so amazing. Someone so amazing that has so much to offer and give. And so you need to recognize that and you need to stop the chirping of the lies in your ears and step into truth. Let's cut to the chase and get right to it. We're going to first start by diving into specific gifts. I'm going to give you an explanation of what they are and try to give you a visual meaning of what this could look like as a kingdom-minded entrepreneur, okay? Get ready. This is going to be so fun. All right. The first one is going to be teaching. So if you have this gift, you have the ability to study something, understand it fully, and clearly communicate its meaning and application to others. It could mean that you're really great at memorizing different things and facts. You really like to soak in information and just the way that you speaking communicate it helps people understand it easily. You love to absorb and then reiterate these things. Um, You could teach in lots of different ways. You could be teaching on a particular wellness practice or the reasons why you would do XYZ for your business. You could host Facebook lives or Instagram lives. You can create reels with just quick, easy to understand instructions, things that are simple to digest. There are lots of ways that you can take that teaching skill and implement it into your business because when you're an entrepreneur, you want to be giving value so much more than you're asking people to do things for you. When you provide the value to other people, your teaching ability becomes something that people actually want to reciprocate. Have you ever heard of the, um, the practice of reciprocity? Basically, what that means is that when you give and give and give value to someone else, they have this feeling in their heart like, oh my gosh, I want to get back to her. What is this girl doing? I want to support her in that journey. And so that becomes something that is a feeling you instill in others by the value you offer. So teaching is a really, really great gift. And if you have it, ask yourself, what can I do to apply this gift of teaching to the specific niche areas of my business? And if you don't understand your niche, you're going to want to join our Narrow Your Niche course because you're going to be able to uncover those God-given gifts in a deeper way and then work through biblical Christian business practices that are going to help you to really kind of break down all the hard things that you're trying to figure out, get to the core of who you are and what you have to offer. And it all makes everything's so simple. It's the foundation of your business. So take that teaching ability, ask yourself how you can apply it today. And if you're curious and you're not sure, then narrowing your niche is the place you want to go. Okay. The next gift that you're going to, we're going to talk about is wisdom. So ask yourself this. If people are always coming to you for advice, you're, you probably have the gift of wisdom. If they're always asking questions on a specific topic or coming to you to confide for you and ask for advice, this means that 
you have given them value in the past. You have given them wise advice and counsel. Um, they have trusted the things that you're sharing and they know that if they have a question about fill in the blank, you're their go-to girl, okay? So you are the one with wisdom. And scripture says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And so people with this gift usually have a strong relationship with God and a strong life experience that gives them the ability to back up the things that they're saying. And so ask yourself, do you have the gift of wisdom? Do I have this gift? And how can I apply this gift of wisdom to my business? Well, Again, this could be with offering encouragement in areas that people frequently ask you questions on. If people come to you with specific kinds of struggles or you've heard that, you know, I love listening to you talk about this. I was struggling with this today or you just really encouraged me in this area. Well, girlfriend, you have that gift of wisdom. You should be utilizing it to show up in your social media and in your business platforms to speak that wisdom to other people and ask them questions so that you can or give them the chance to ask you questions about it and you can show up in stories and answer them, build deeper into community, help show them the source of your wisdom, all of those things. They become a witnessing tool as well, which is so exciting. And even if you never say anything about the Lord in your answers to the wisdom that you give, if you're walking with the Holy Spirit, it shines through you as a light on top of a hill. And again, this is where I talk about you being able to be a light even without speaking God's name. And in a business world, sometimes we don't have the opportunity to do that um, as far as like talking about our faith and different things, but you can exemplify your faith in your behavior. And I love that. So share your wisdom. Okay, next one is service. Now, the person with the gift of service loves to show up and lend a helping hand. Do you find yourself offering to do that? They display the gospel working alongside of others. They don't necessarily need the spotlight, but where they shine is in seeing the need and then meeting the need and then being able to look at the bigger picture to make things happen. So how can you serve others in your business? Do you see a need that your target audience has? Have you been hearing the constant questions or just seeing the problems or issues people are facing online and feel like you could meet those needs with the product and service you have to sell and just the area of expertise in your three to five brand topic pillars that you speak on frequently? How can you serve others through that? How can you apply service to those needs? Do you create free resources? Do you create templates? Do you create your top five tips to serve in those areas? Do you do meal plans? Do you do simple workouts for people struggling to just get active? What does this look like for you according to your brand? How can you serve? Okay, the next one is the gift of shepherding. So if this is your gift, you are able to come alongside of those you are teaching, leading, and mentoring and guide them back to a place of safety to realign themselves with what God has called them to do. Shepherds are leaders, but unlike leaders who look at the big picture and mobilize people or the administrators who look at the minute details, shepherds care for the needs of the heart. They focus on the relationship element in leading and they work wonderful cultivating community one-on-one or in heart issues within their teams. So are you in a position of shepherding others? Have you never looked at yourself at that through that lens? But now that you kind of hear the explanation, you're like, oh my gosh, I love to build community. I love to lead others and connect over this topic in particular, or, you know, fill in the blank of what that looks like for your business. But is this you in the way that you shepherd? You're not trying to mobilize people for something. You're trying to connect over the heartfelt things. 
ask yourself now, how can you use your business platform to do that? How can you lead the community that you work with in that way? So there's lots of fun things to connect with. Maybe you you, maybe you have a Bible study. Maybe you have a coaching session one-on-one with some of the areas people are emotionally struggling with, with growing a business. Um, maybe you coach your teams through certain things, but you have, you know, little daily texts that you send out to offer them the encouragement over this, the heartfelt things that you're working through together. Maybe you do a 21 days of prayer with them that you can lead them to Christ through over an issue that you're all working through together. The possibilities are endless. I just hope you take it and creatively ask the Lord and pray through what this could look like for you for your business. Okay, the next topic is leadership. And I know that this is taking a few minutes to work through these things, but we just have a few left. And I want you to sit and mull over all these things. Like maybe even listen to this section of the podcast again when it's done to really get an in-depth view and understanding of where you are. And maybe you possess a couple of these gifts, but maybe you want the Lord to show you which ones you need to embrace the most, right? So, um, so I want you to take a time to do that, but leadership. Okay. So if you have got this gift of leadership, then you're the big picture person in the room. Similarly related to the gift of administration or shepherding, you're directly leading people, but with less focus on the details and tasks and more on relationships. So people with this gift of leadership are more entrepreneurial visionaries, but their success at the core level is watching the people they're leading grow in an intimate relationship with the Lord. Okay. So, okay. Maybe if you're doing a business and you're not including Christ in any matter whatsoever in your daily conversation, you still have an entrepreneurial vision where Christian attributes apply, right? And so don't let that sway you if you're thinking, oh, well, I don't talk about God every day. This is not kind of what my, and I don't include this very much my brand. Again, this is just who you are. That shows up naturally, right? So the leadership attributes, you are um, focusing on that gift and the big picture, and you are the big picture person in the room. Is that you? How can you kind of take that and ring that in and work that into your business? Okay exhortation and encouragement. Ah, I love this one. I feel like the Lord had to really refine this in me and bring it back to life because the enemy tried to snuff this out of me years ago with bad life experience and just feeling small, feeling unworthy, feeling like what I was saying wasn't even making a difference or impacting. And so, you know, if you've ever heard me talk about the good dog and bad dog on the shoulder, which one's going to win? They're constantly fighting. It's the one that you feed the most, right? So if you're feeding the lies that are being chirped in your ear, of course that dog's going to get stronger and bigger and overpower the good one, right? But if you're reminding yourself of truth and encouraging yourself, that even if you've encouraged someone else and it hasn't brought the fruit that you had hoped, you still tell yourself that you're speaking truth, that you're speaking life, that you have this beautiful gift and you don't let the enemy silence your voice. So don't, (laughs) if you've had a similar experience um, and you're listening to this this and you're like, oh yes, I feel like I'm such an encouraging person, but the enemy has just sucked the life out of me or 2020 and all that's happened since then, politics, the world, the negativity, it's sucking the life out of me. I know, I know. But girl, 
if you have this gift and you let Satan silence it, there are people out there who are missing out on the blessings you can bring. And if you could be that bright spot in their day to kind of combat what they're feeling too, that becomes momentous. That becomes, it magnifies Christ. It magnifies truth. It magnifies hope. And gosh, girl, so many of us are just clinging to just strands, just trying to like keep it all together, right? We need hope. When we're in despair, I was reading today in scripture, when we are in despair, we can hope in Christ and we can praise him and we can pray through it. And so whatever type of encouragement that you can offer to someone, girlfriend, do it. Um, if you have this gift, you usually have the right words for a person at just the right time. It's kind of like the scripture that's the apples of gold and settings of silver. Girlfriend, that's you with your words. You are a strong communicator. You're just like those with the gift of evangelism, but the burden you have is for the church and those who are weary, struggling with their faith and battling doubt and fear. And if you have this gift, you come in with encouragement, motivation, and hope to encourage believers to press on and persevere. Oh, this is such a beautiful gift. I love this one. Okay. Two more gifts, the gift of administration. And this one is if, if you've got this gift, you are detail oriented and you can keep people on task. Maybe you love spreadsheets. I don't know. It's not me. <laughs> okay. But this gift is similar to leadership, but it's less big picture and more detail oriented. So Sometimes people with this gift can fall into the trap of perfectionism. Maybe you overthink things. Maybe you become too overbearing and controlling. Uh, it can seem like I'm saying negative things, but if harnessed and used the right way, girl, these are such powerful traits because we're so busy and so many have trouble making sense of all the details, you can kind of piece it all back together and do that for people. So how can you apply the gift of administration to your biz? Maybe you're making things seamless for others. Maybe you create systems that simplify the business process. Maybe you have a step-by-step how-to of onboarding someone to your team or enrolling someone as a customer or helping to sell a specific product. Maybe you have graphics and, and words all set aside in your notes folder so that you can customize it for each person, but then you can also make it time-saving. Are you able to help make things easier for other people? Do you have the ability to kind of work those things into your everyday with your business so that you are saving people the headache and the overwhelm? Girlfriend, this is a beautiful gift. If this is you, how can you use it for your niche? Um, to use this gift well, detach from the outcome empathize with the struggles and the needs of others. And remember that the work is already finished by Jesus and it doesn't rely solely on you. I talk often about partnering or clocking in with your creator, any of these gifts in any area of your life. If you are partnering with Christ, you know that he has the ability to make all things beautiful and all things new. And he will allow these things to happen as you step in faith with him. So I want to encourage you in that. Um, lastly, I want to share with you the gift of apostleship. Oh my gosh, this one is so important too. And if you have this gift of apostleship, then you are always actively looking for ways to spread the good news about what Jesus has done in the world. You are influential, you are multi-passionate, and you are more than likely to have your hands in lots of different ministries and work all around you, okay? This can be a really great thing if you can manage your time well, <laughs> but you are constantly pouring into other people and working with them and helping in different areas, and that's a beautiful thing. In, in this gift, remind yourself to slow down though so you don't get lost in that because it could be a lot if you're doing too much at once. Um, but typical, typical traps for you are overcommitting, 
failing to honor your human limitations, not prioritizing rest, and literally feeling like the weight of the entire world is on your shoulders. Your home, your workplace, and your community, they need you to use this gift because someone like you is willing to take the risks and holds fast to vision. And this inspires the people around you for the glory of God and the good of others. And so, I mean, we all struggle with overcommitting. How can you realistically define what you're able to commit to? Again, this also is going to be where you need to understand the the importance of boundaries. So if you haven't listened to my boundaries episode of our podcast here, you're going to want to check that out. I think it's episode 11 or 12. I'm not sure, but go listen to reasons why it's so important. So either you've just listened to all these gifts and really feel excited and confident in exactly where you stand, or you're, you've listened and you're feeling overwhelmed and confused because you're like, well, I guess maybe I have a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but really I just, or, or it's just too much to process. Okay. Here's where I'm going to encourage you to really sit before the Lord and pray because our church didn't go through this series in just one session in one sermon, we walk through it over the course of weeks and months. And so it's not something that you always get the answer to instantly. It's something that you seek Christ on and he wants you to. He tells us in first Corinthians to pray and ask for these things. And so he wants to have the connection with you in the relationship and he wants to build into you and he wants to do this um, through the connection of prayer and maybe even fasting if you're that dedicated and you really want to uncover these things. Because Understanding who you are and how God's made you will also help you understand your strengths. It'll help you understand your weaknesses. It will help you create the proper kind of practices in your life and business. It will help you implement boundaries. It will help you have grace on yourself to not try to be all the things to all the people or be so perfect. It will help you have confidence, okay? There are so many reasons why you want to fully understand this. So take the time necessary. Don't expect a quick answer or a quick understanding, but also don't limit who you are and don't minimize the beauty that is within because when you embrace that, you get to bless others in the world with that. And you can use your business to be able to have the interactions with others that you would have never had otherwise. And you have purpose behind what you're doing. And when there's purpose, there's passion, there's power, and that becomes where you can make the bigger impact. Okay. So another thing I'm going to suggest to you as well, well as like praying and fasting for these things is to ask a friend truly like when someone thinks of you what are the first things that come to mind I love asking someone to do like a personal audit of me I'll ask a super close friend I'll ask someone that I'm kind of know so they can get like a kind of outside perspective I ask a trusted mentor maybe someone in my church maybe a coworker, maybe someone on another team within my company that kind of has seen what I'm doing and knows me a little bit um those are some really great ways to get some um, objective feedback. And you want them to be honest, right? So you're going to ask them for some constructive criticism. You want to hear the pros, the cons. You want to hear, you know, what reminds them of you, what, what they see, you know, that sets you apart. Sometimes, like, it kind of is when someone buys a gift for you and they're like, oh my gosh, I got you this gift because when I was out, I saw this mug and the words on it just totally made me think of you when I had to buy it or a funny movie or a meme or something, right? Um, What are the things that people often categorize you with or think of you um, when they see something else, right? Those are some great things to kind of ask someone to think about when they think of you and give you some, some 
responses to, right? It'll give you something to mull over and chew over. It'll give you um, wisdom on maybe where you need to grow and it will build your confidence in ways that maybe you weren't expecting. Sometimes just having someone else speak life over you is all the encouragement you need to fully step into and embrace your gifts. Okay, and I'm gonna give you a little bit of a sneak peek into a portion of a Q&A sesh that we've had in our coaching regarding our niche because it's so important to kind of look at all of these spiritual, biblical things and these gifts that we have, but put them through an entrepreneurial lens so we can practically apply them to our life. So I'll just go through a few of these that I feel like would be so like eye-opening in different areas for you. Okay. So I'm going to start with this. What topics do you love to share with others when you either have conversation or sit down for coffee or just start talking online? Um, do you have soapbox, soapbox items and passions that just can flow like for conversation super duper easy? Um, what lights you up? That's something really good to ask yourself and grow in understanding. And then what would you talk about if you never had to worry about anybody judging you? So often we like hide ourselves from the world nowadays because of cancel culture or we're, we have the fear of man or we just like worry, what are other people going to think of me? Or am I going to lose followers? Is this going to stir people up? Is this going to start argument? We don't want to be argumentative, but we also need to step into truth. And as Christians, we're in this world, not of it. And so sometimes we're going to say things that rub people the wrong way or have a biblical opinion on something that doesn't match up with someone else. And unfortunately, our culture has kind of put us in this fear mode of not even saying anything because we're afraid to get our head bit off, right? Well, I want to encourage you to talk about things tastefully, to share tastefully, um, the truth is always going to sting people who don't want to hear it and who aren't in that space. And maybe those people need to be, to have that sting to lead them to Christ and to start a fruitful conversation. Or maybe it, you need to just kind of weed out the people who shouldn't be in your immediate circle, right? We all have followings on social media with our businesses, but if you are afraid to share something because of judgment, number one, it could be discerning. Maybe you shouldn't talk about it. But number two, um, if you should talk about it, you should realize that you really want to attract the people to you who are meant for you. And if you're praying over your business and you're asking the Lord to connect you with people who um, he needs you to minister to, then you can trust that the people he's bringing to you are for you and they need to hear your, your words. They need to hear your message. And so if you could even just be honest with yourself and say, well, what are some things I'm holding back on? What if I never had to worry about judgment? What would I, what would I say? What would I do? How would I show up in my life? Because oftentimes the person that you need to be, you're not showing up as because of fear in some aspect. And so if fear is holding you back, usually it's the lies of the enemy because God has great big things in store for you. And of course, Satan doesn't want you to be able to fulfill that purpose and do your work. So let's last fear in the face today. Let's be honest with the judgment that we maybe are fear are afraid is lurking around the corner for us. And if you say it to no one else, at least say it to yourself today, like what, what is holding me back? What judgment things do I feel like are stopping me from sharing authentically? And what authentic things do I, would I say? Um, because I want you to take that at the end of the day and pray that the Lord would help you to know if those are things that you should be speaking to the world. Okay. Um, also, 
what are some phrases that personally describe you and that you would love to see exemplified in your brand? And so maybe this is something you get feedback from from your friends when you ask, like when they give you those answers, because if you like the answers they're saying and you are looking at those things and you're like, oh my gosh, I would love my brand to represent XYZ. And so you're like, okay, I need to start including more of this. This is who I am. This is something I thrive in. Does my current social media platform or business platform or website reflect this? Because if your content you're creating doesn't reflect the the typically, I would call them brand words, but really it's like who you are, right? It's how you're shining. Um, if it doesn't reflect those things, you kind of want to start to actually be able to say, okay, how do I implement this? How do I create content and posts that include those things? And if it doesn't include this checklist, then I maybe may want to consider revising it or just not posting it at all. So that's a really great place to evaluate and start putting into practice as soon as today. If today's podcast has blessed your life, would you please go ahead and share this on your social media and tag me in your stories? I love to know the impact it's making. I would love to hear some feedback because walking in your giftings and embracing who you are is the most important piece of what you're doing to be, make an impact in the world. And understanding it is not just for someone else, it's for you too. It helps you refine who you are and grow in areas that maybe you wouldn't have grown otherwise. And it really just adds the confidence that you're needing. The world talks a lot about manifestation and speaking, you know, positivity and all of these things, but they take it really from the biblical beliefs that you speak truth over yourself. You encourage one another and build each other up. You remember the promises of God and you have hope in who God's made you. And being a child of God, you have promises that other people can't cling to. And so you can speak biblical I am truths over yourself. You can remind yourself of God's promises. You can ask the Lord to reveal these things and help you to grow in godly characteristics because money is mentioned multiple times in the Bible, business practices, being a Proverbs 31 woman, managing multiple things. All of these are what make you an amazing human being, but sister in Christ as well. And so you want to embrace them and walk in them fully. So I hope today's episode was helpful. If you have questions, hop into my DMs. We can work through these things together. I love having these conversations. I would love to speak life over you. And I just want to thank you for the opportunity.